0: Hi, I'm Mark Budd. And I'm Jair Brooks-Davis. we're from Mark and Jair
1: Explain Sports. This is a Tripod Production.
0: The following is a Tripod Production. Do not attempt to adjust your dial. Mark Budd and Jair Brooks-Davis. Two friends growing up in the Big Apple. Two friends who became sports writers at the top of their craft. Mark, the assistant sports editor of Drexel University's The Triangle. Jair, the color commentator and reporter at Curry College. On their own, they give their own unique insights. However, together... Mark and
1: Jerry Sports. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Jair Brooks Davis. You already know me. I'm with my co host, Mark Budd. Another, another episode of Mark and Jair Explain Sports. Got a few things to talk about today. Mark Budd, how are we doing today? There, I'm, I'm doing
0: as good as I can, man, you know, with the, everything going on with, like, the COVID cases going up is unfortunate, but, you know, we got sports to talk about to distract us a little bit, so I'm excited, man, I'm excited for a new episode of Mark and Jair explain sports, and I'm ready to get started right now, Let's let's get it.
1: Yes. So to all of our to so to all of our listeners on the rundown, we're going to be going through Major League Baseball. We're going to touch up a little bit on the NBA, and then we're going to get into the NFL and in, into the NFL. The NFL is the only season that's going on right now. But uh, some news came out today. We're going to start out with baseball. Trevor Bauer has won the Cy Young Award for the National League,
0: and Giants still doesn't want him to be on the Mets.
1: While Shane Bieber has won Cy Young, has won the Cy Young Award. For the American League, um, let's let me briefly go in on Trevor Bauer, and then we can get into Steve Cohen a little bit and the Mark Stroman thing. Mark, I'm gonna throw out my opinion, and then you can tell me what you think. Trevor Bauer. Now, my personal opinion on Trevor Bauer is that he had a very he had a very good season. I will not take that away from him. The only thing about it is about the Mets pursuing him in the free agency is that he has not put up those. Those numbers on a consistent basis over like the last three to four years, throughout like like from his career, and I mean, that's and that's why I'm not too big on him. I but, could
0: argue that before he got traded to the Reds, he was pretty good on the Indians before he had that incident with the I forgot what it was called the drone. Yeah, chopping his finger. He's pretty dominant, man. Uh, he's he's I I mean.
1: I don't think I think you could do a lot worse than getting Trevor Bauer. To be honest with you, I just I just don't trust a like a mult like twenty five million dollars over a few years. I just I just don't trust Trevor Bauer with that.
0: It's and not your money that, that you're gonna have to pay for it, so why not take it a chance?
1: But Mark, I'm rooting for the team that's going to be paying him. I mean, earlier today, it, like like news broke out that George Springer was not wasn't going to accept the qualifying offer from the Houston Astros, so uh, that's money already right there that we could use on a figure like Trevor Bauer. That's well, and like, Marcus
0: Stroman opted in, so you're gonna have to pay him 19 million this year.
1: But I would I would rather take Marcus Stroman to be my number two than take Trevor Bauer to, to be my number two. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't I don't agree. I mean, on, like Trevor Bauer had a had a better year. Last year than what Marcus Stroman has put up throughout his career, but I would still take Marcus Stroman based off of him being more consistent throughout his career than Trevor Bauer.
0: I also like Trevor Bauer's fiery attitude. I know he has a lot to say on his mind. I I like that he's intense. He might be a little showboaty and a little extra, but I'd rather have a guy like that than a guy who doesn't show any type of any type of emotion.
1: Uh. Well, I mean, I, well, Marcus Stroman chose... No, himself. no, no, no.
0: That, that wasn't a saying that
1: Marcus Stroman does. I'm just saying in
0: general. Okay,
1: then. I, you have a fair point about that. But Marcus
0: Stroman is pretty intense too. I'm just saying, if that's your reason why you wouldn't want Trevor Bauer.
1: My, yes, and also, Mark, my last thing about Trevor Bauer is that I just can't... I can't take a guy who's going to be, A, vlogging in the middle of a playoff game, B, hurts his hand on a drone during the... Po- like when you're going into a postseason run and another and another thing is that Trevor Bauer he literally I saw his latest vlog one of his latest vlog videos of him doing helping like construction work for a facility that he's building no no shame in building a facility that's cool but if you're about to get millions of dollars why not hire people to do some of this handiwork for you instead of you being in a position where you get glass on yourself that is obviously a Mets thing that would definitely happen. That's why I'm like, you know what? I cannot take this guy on my team. No, that's we can't risk point. it. That's a fair point. That's, uh, we that's cannot risk point. it. That is a if you get hurt on company time, you're getting hurt on company time. If you're getting hurt doing crap like that, remember the but is wild boar thing? I'm just gonna say that, yeah. <laughs> no, I with Trevor Bauer, no. That's my opinion, Mark. What, what? am That's my. No, line. I, I agree.
0: That's a fair. That's some fair points you make, and the, the Mets just got Stroman back, so maybe they don't need him, and they can spend money on other things. Hopefully, not JT Realmuto. I want the Phillies to keep him, but it doesn't sound like that's gonna happen.
1: I want you all to to keep JT Realmuto. I don't think so. And I, 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 want, I want you guys to get JT Real know And I also want you guys to get Trevor Bauer. I want the Mets. We got Marcus Stroman back. We're going to have Jace, Jace uh, I'm saying Jace Peterson. We have David Peterson already. He could be our third starter with DeGrom. I think that the Mets should go for Charlie Morton. And we should also go for Jake Odorizzi while Noah Syndergaard comes back. And let's also get George Springer and James McCann. And that's my offseason.
0: Okay, fair point. But moving on, um, before we get to NFL, there's some news coming out of the NBA actually tonight. Like within the hour, it was announced that Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. Not surprising at all, but kind of came out of nowhere. And my prediction is that he's going to go to the Knicks. Before I get into that. There was also a report shortly after that Russell Westbrook wanted out that James Harden wants to stay, which I don't – I think that's cap. I I don't think – I don't believe that. I don't think he wants to stay. Why would he stay?
1: I I agree with you on that, Mark. Um, I want to go off of what you said, and you want – you think that the Knicks should go for him? Who do you think – I don't
0: think. I think that they will try to trade for him. Why wouldn't they?
1: Uh, can you just give me like a couple of scenarios And a trade that you think that could work out For the Houston Rockets I don't
0: know. But With the Knicks Yeah I mean obviously a first round draft pick or two
1: I mean I would also say Julius Randle's contract Oh I think that Julius Randle Or Mitchell Robinson would be pretty good Coming to the Houston Rockets Because it could add at least like some height Especially after right. trading away Clint Capella
0: Yeah I think they would. maybe Mitchell Robinson Would have to go but, yeah, you definitely wouldn't get a draft pick this year. I think they would trade away this year's draft pick. Uh,
1: if I were the Houston Rockets, I would offer Westbrook. And if they gave me Julius Randle or Mitchell Robinson that first round pick. The
0: Knicks could get Covington out of that, too, somehow. If they could bring that away some
1: yeah. Time. Yeah. And if I were the Houston Rockets, I would actually ask for Frank Middle to be honest with you. To On
0: the Houston Rockets, it. I'd also trade James Harden.
1: Uh, Why not I mean,
0: going a guy like Ben Simmons for the Sixers?
1: Yeah, yeah, but, Mark, I'm going with the fact in this scenario if James Harden actually did want to stay with the Houston Rockets. Uh, but it doesn't I, make any sense, though. I, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. You're right about that. But also, I'm going to offer this about the Houston Rockets. I read a report somewhere also. I, I have not seen Woj. Say anything, so I'm just going with the reports that I've already seen.
0: From Apparently,
1: Shams. huh? Shams reported. Yeah, uh, when it comes down to Russell Westbrook, what Russell Westbrook? He um, he wants. I, I I heard something about. I read something about him. You know, not being ball dominant or anything like yeah, that. he doesn't uh,
0: like the structure and the culture. And he wants he wants to be in charge.
1: Okay. Uh, well, the Knicks would be perfect then. Oh, well, the Knicks would be perfect, but Mark, how how does that one make any sense? You got traded to the Houston Rockets, and you and I mean, it, you did not think that this was going to be. You didn't think that it was going to be a problem eventually, because I mean, it was it was always like they 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 structured the offense to be three or. Go inside, and they were playing through James Harden primarily for years.
0: Also, I don't know why he requested a trade because Russell Westbrook was playing some really good
1: basketball towards the end of the season. You, you said you don't know why he requested a trade? Yeah,
0: he was like putting up some really nice numbers towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah, but Mark, it's not about, I mean, it, he, it makes sense. I mean, it does and it doesn't. The Western Conference is loaded, and also at the same time,
0: I'm sure, he wants you know, to go with a team like New York where he can be the man.
1: Yeah, plus, I mean, yeah, plus he wants to be the man. And there's also things within organizations where you could just say you're just not having fun anymore and you just want to be out. I, I, I could see that happening, personally. Would you, as a Knicks fan, do you, would you take us to Westbrook? Who am I giving up also? I, don't, I, would, general. I, would, I would. Generally, right now, I would – trade – I would be willing to trade for Russell Westbrook so that hopefully we could at least be a free agent destination.
0: Yeah, and then he maybe get a guy like Fred VanVleet or Christian Wood to come with him.
1: Uh, Probably. I don't think that Fred Van – I mean, you could put Fred VanVleet at the two. If, hypothetically, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard opt out next – like going into the 2021-2022 season – you could probably make a case to sign either one of them because Paul George put Paul George played with Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City and allegedly maybe Kawhi Leonard actually va- like like put out the word to the Clippers staff to try to go for Russell Westbrook. That I read a report there too.
0: So could you see the Rockets trading Paul George for Russell Westbrook straight up? Uh, if anybody wants to stay, I could see that.
1: I, I, could, I could see it, yes. I could see it. If I were the Los Angeles Clippers and if, if, the, if I were the Los Angeles Clippers and if I got word that Russell Westbrook actually w- wanted to to come to, to L.A., plus he's an L.A. guy. Let's not forget that, obviously. And he played at UCLA. I would be willing to trade away Paul George for Russell Westbrook. If the and-
0: Rockets, I'd do that, too, because this guy doesn't even want to be on our team anymore.
1: No, it, it, I think that's a trade that will work. But at the same time, let's not forget a lot of the things that have been said about the Los Angeles Clippers is that they need a, a leader in the locker room, a real leader in the locker room. Russell Westbrook, he could be that leader.
0: He could. He could.
1: He could. He could be that guy that could actually say something. Plus, I would be willing to put track up uh, to put Patrick Beverly on the trade block and see what you could get back from.
0: Um all I know is that I, I, I hope somehow, some way the Sixers end up with James Harden before the season starts. Oh um, would you be surprised? Or... Uh
1: look, Mark, twenty twenty, as a lot of people have said, has been a year full of unexpected things happening. So I would not be too surprised. That's a fair point. Uh let's go into let's tackle a little bit into NBA free agency before we tackle a little bit into the NFL.
0: Okay, let's do it. So, yeah, I mean, we already covered it a little bit about the Knicks. Um, but I, so, the, the Knicks obviously have a lot of money to spend. Um, the Sixers don't, unless they make some trades. It's going to have to be through trades for the Sixers to get some talent. So, I don't expect the Sixers to get any big names from free agency. But I could see – I do believe um, the Lakers could end up with, like, I'm Serge Ibaka apparently. They they have interest in him, if they get rid of Danny Green's contract. Yeah, what if, the fit of Serge Ibaka on the Lakers.
1: I think that'll be a very good fit. A guy a guy like Dwight Howard, Serge Ibaka, even if the Lakers ended up somehow getting Marcus Hall, I think that it would all be, it would be very good.
0: I think Serge Ibaka would be the best option for them. Shot blocker, he can hit threes.
1: You can, yeah, he can hit mid range. He could hit threes. Um
0: he doesn't care if he has the ball too much. He doesn't, you know. Yeah.
1: I, I think Serge Ibaka would be a nice third or fourth or maybe fifth option for the Lakers. I, I, I,
0: I, yeah, I'd take him over JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard.
1: You would actually take Serge Ibaka over Dwight Howard, though?
0: Absolutely, yeah. He's, first of all, he's quicker. He can shoot. He can block. He can do what Dwight does, but he can do other things as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. and plus he's a little bit younger, too.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize he's only 30.
1: Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, he's 30. He uh, it, Mark, it's actually a huge shame that – I I think that Serge Ibaka, if he actually really, like, stepped up a little bit more, he could have really been considered an all-star. It seems
0: like he's been in the league longer than he has, right? It seems like he's – Yeah.
1: Only,
0: I, when I saw he's only 30, I was like, what?
1: Yeah, like, I actually thought that Serge Ibaka should have been an all-star by now. Um let's talk I want to bring up another team that you know is looking for a resurgence this year and I and I saw I saw something from I I think his name is John Dumas Uh, and do you know what that team is of who I'm talking about Mark? No, a team with resurgence the Golden State Warriors
0: Yes, the Golden State Warriors definitely I don't know how much caps they still have though Yeah they're going to have to make some trades. But, yeah, you got to watch out for them. They're going to be scared. I think they're going to be good. They're going to have uh, Clay Thompson and Seth Curry coming back. They have that second overall pick that they're either going to use or trade. Which, If I were them, I would make a trade. I want to win now. Uh,
1: Mark, just, just a quick question for you. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into free agent. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into the draft. But, like, if you were the Warriors and if you were to use that pick, Who would you use that pick for? And if you were, if they weren't
0: going to do a trade,
1: if they weren't, I want to hear both scenarios. If they were to do a trade, or if they were to go for the draft pick.
0: Um, if they were going to keep the draft pick, I definitely would not pick Lamelo Ball. Definitely not. I don't think it would be a good culture fit for them. You draw too much attention. I think Anthony Edwards would honestly. I know there were some reports that teams aren't that impressed, but I think that guy looks like he's going to be. A pretty good player, pretty tough, and he can play defense. He's explosive. He might not be able to shoot as well, but they don't need shooters. They have shooters. They need someone else who can get to the basket and do other things. They don't. They don't need a, a spot up shooter. Or I can see him drafting James Wiseman, the big center from Memphis, which would also be
1: a good fit. But I don't think Lamella Ball would be a choice. Okay, and if you were to tr- do a trade, Mark, who would you trade that second round pick for? I would mean, be that second overall pick.
0: I mean, if they could get a guy like – I doubt it. I mean, they could get – Devin Booker, I doubt the Suns would trade him. Yeah. Chris Paul, no, they don't need a point guard. I saw some Aaron Gordon, but I'm not huge on Aaron Gordon, to be honest with you. I could see them going after, like, a um, Victor Oladipo or something like that. But that's a lot to give up for a second overall pick.
1: Yeah. Um, well, Well, between Warriors free agency, I saw – John Dumas, he's he's somewhere in the in the Bay Area. He spoke to Bob Myers. I I saw somewhere, maybe it was him or another report that the Warriors are looking to acquire more veterans via free agency. So that's why I wanted to hear your version of trades. I think that personally, for me, I think that the Warriors should go for James Wiseman or Denny Adiva or or Anthony Edwards. Honestly. Also, the question is, is like you know, how long do the Warriors plan on keeping Andrew Wiggins long term?
0: That's another thing. Like they could, I could see them trading Andrew Wiggins, and that would open up a clear spot for Anthony Edwards.
1: Yeah, you could put Anthony Edwards at the two. You could throw. Uh, I would
0: say, if they pick Anthony Edwards of the Warriors, I would trade Andrew Wiggins for Al Horford. Uh, he seemed like he'd be a good fit on the Warriors. He passes, he can shoot
1: a little bit maybe maybe he would, but I think that, but when it comes down to the NBA free agency, and we were talking about, and we brought up Dwight Howard and Serge Ibaka, both of those names have been talked about w- with potentially coming to the Warriors.
0: Oh, and and, Serge Ibaka could be a good fit, for, a very good fit for the Warriors.
1: Yeah, he could be a good fit for the Warriors, but I think that what the Warriors could do is that if you go with an option, if you go with a James Wiseman or potentially a Danny Adiva, or if you trade like the pick and Wiggins, and, and we're going to see who they would get back, A big thing to why the Warriors became very good in the 2014 2014 to 2015 season is their bench. So we already know who the starters or potential starters are going to be. Uh, The question is, is who are they going to have run their bench? And who would be the options? I think that uh, maybe Jeff Teague. I think Jeff Teague or DJ Augustine are free agents this offseason. They
0: would be good additions to the team.
1: Yeah. And uh, they've also mentioned Danilo Gallinari. And Montrezl Harrell, I want to just hear your opinions about those two free agents after. But... I,
0: I think they might be out of the Warriors' price range. I don't know how much cash yeah. price they'll have. Montrezl Harrell, I wouldn't call him overrated, but I don't know. I don't know if I would spend a whole lot of money on him. And Gallinari, too. He, he, he's been playing well last year with the Thunder, but he's getting old, and I don't really trust his durability that much to pay him more than a, a one- or two-year contract.
1: Got it. So I, so I think that the Warriors have some good options that they could go with, and I think that the, that the league should be prepared for them. Um, before we go into the NFL, Mark, I just wanted to hear your opinions about a good fit for free agents like like Fred Van Fleet, Montres Harrell, and Danilo Gallinari, there's not, I've, or DeMar DeRozan. I don't think that there's too many good free agents this offseason.
0: Yeah, well, Fred Van Fleet, like I said, I think the Knicks are a great option. But if they get Westbrook, I don't know if they'll still be there. If he would if Westbrook would even want that, because you know, Fred Van Vliet likes to have the ball too. I don't know if Fred Van Bleet would want to play Westbrook. So if the Knicks aren't an option, I could see Fred Van Bleet going to somebody well, obviously staying in Toronto is an option. But he, I'm sure he wouldn't mind doing that. Why wouldn't why would he? I don't know how much cast space they have, but a team like the Suns could potentially go after Fred VanVleet. They've always been wanting to have a point guard. Or see, where else could he go? There's not that many options, I believe, for Fred VanVleet, to be honest with you. Like, a lot of teams have point guards, you know? It's, yes. It's – well, the Hornets could be a team, but, you know, it's hard to say. But I, I could – I either think he's going to go to the Knicks or stay to, with the Raptors.
1: Yes, and as for Manchas Harrell, what do you think about him?
0: Manchas Harrell, I can see him going to a team like the Pistons, or staying in with the Clippers. I mean, depending on his price range, is the Lakers if they don't get Serge Ibaka, that could be a surprise option.
1: True, true. If I, if I ooh, I don't know if I could handle the Clippers. I, I would wait on that Clippers option if I was actually really willing to come back there. My thing is is Paul George and him running his mouth twenty four seven.
0: I don't know if they're a good fit together.
1: Yeah, I I like honestly I'm I'm gonna side with Montrez Harrell on with his thing with Paul George. I think that Paul George was ridiculous personally. I mean
0: Montrez Harrow could be a good fit on like the Warriors of Draymond Green. They kinda have the same personality. Well, I don't know if they could afford that yet again.
1: I don't think that they could afford it. Also, the question – and also, like, if I was Montrezl Harrell, I, I would be thinking, do I want to be a starter or do I want to be coming off well, – the- Honestly,
0: I forgot he could go to the Knicks as well.
1: He could. But can I give you why? can I give you an option that I think that Montrezl Harrell should consider? What? Would Montres Harrell be a good – in a good situation if he played for the Dallas Mavericks and he was up there with Chris Hobbs Porzingis?
0: Yes, he would. He would. I I, would.
1: I I think that that would be a very good option for him if they could have Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic, St- uh, Tim Hardaway, Montres Harrell, and Chris Porzingis. I like that as a starting line. Tim Hardaway Jr.
0: actually, he's also going to be a free agent. I believe oh. unless he accepts his offer, his qualifying okay. offer, he could be a fit for the Warriors as well.
1: Yeah, but he would be. He ha- would have to probably come off the bench depending on the situation.
0: But going into the NFL. Yep. What are your thoughts on that Buccaneers-Saints game from this past Sunday night that got a ton of hype? I know we were talking about it before the game on last week's episode, how we were very excited for the game, and it just was not anything that we thought it was going to be.
1: What are your reactions to that game? Yeah, Mark, I was a little bit upset. I wasn't... I was really... I was sitting there. I just didn't know what to think. I was so bored. I... It was just when it, when it was seven nothing, fourteen nothing. I actually thought that I actually thought you know Brady was going to come back. The Bucks were going to make it interesting. Um, I was thinking honestly, is it like bad luck from Antonio Brown to to why to why the Bucks were just struggling and stuff? I mean,
0: Antonio Brown had a few catches. He looked like he didn't miss a step. I mean, he didn't get that much. He only got five targets and he caught three of them. But honestly not just as a football fan I was very frustrated as a fantasy player because I have Rob Gronkowski on my fantasy team and he literally dropped a bunch of balls and, and he including one in the end zone that would have helped me win my fantasy this week and I lost because of that he put up zero points for me pathetic so but that's not even the point Brady looked like he didn't know what was going on the whole team looked like they did not look like a Super Bowl contender at all they looked pretty embarrassing. But, you know it, the NFL is like that. Certain times, a team who's very good will just not look good at all. Certain weeks. Um, but yeah, they have they play the Panthers this week, so we'll see if the if the Buccaneers bounce back. And another NFL question I have for you, Jair, is who would you rather have to start a team right now? Ky- Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson?
1: Um. This is also kind of a bit of a hard debate right now. I honestly think
0: it's an easy question.
1: Who would you rather go with? Kyler
0: Murray. Because I, I,
1: I was thinking the same thing too, but, go, but give your reason, Mark.
0: Well, Kyler Murray has the speed just like Lamar Jackson, but he also has a much better arm than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, he was tremendous last year. He's still good, but he just hasn't been that same player this year. And it's shown he's not been able to have success that much that much success throwing the football. And Kyler Murray has. And yes, he has DeAndre Hopkins and, and Lamar Jackson doesn't have a receiver like that. But at the same time, Kyler Murray, it just he throws the ball deep a lot more than Lamar Jackson, gets a lot more passing yards a game. I just trust him more with his arm. But he's also mobile just like Lamar Jackson. So I I would take Kyler Murray.
1: Um I was thinking that I was thinking the same thing in terms of the arm versus the the running game. I remember a couple years ago, or a couple seasons ago, everyone was saying in the in the, in the comments on Bleacher Report, whenever Lamar Jackson was making great plays, Lamar Jackson is a running back, not a quarterback. Uh, Kyle, and it was hard for me to initially say anything because Kyle Murray is very young. This is his second, this is a sophomore season. And Lamar Jackson has been around for a little bit. Lamar Jackson won MVP last year, yes. But, and, it, and it's a little bit hard because Momar well, Jackson also has some playoff experience too. Not but,
0: very successful though.
1: But not very successful. That's that's the one that's that's the hard part. So right now, if I were to start a team, I would probably go with Kyler Murray. And also Mark, I mean Mark, you're 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 a better football guy than me. Who else does uh Kyler Murray have in his offense? It's DeAndre Hopkins, right?
0: DeAndre yeah, Hopkins is his top target, and he also has Christian Kirk, who's been having a breakout year. And don't forget about life, it's Gerald. He's been there for a long time, but still a very good pass catcher. But yeah, I, I'm glad that we agree that Kyler Murray should be the option. So, Jerry, let's get into our segments. Who is your star of the week?
1: My star of the week is the Buffalo Bills as a team. They took down the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks defense has been questionable for the whole entire season, man.
0: Yeah, their defense is definitely up there with the Cowboys. as like looking god-awful. But the difference between the Seahawks and the Cowboys, of course, is that the Seahawks have won a lot of games. But I think it came back to bite them when they were winning but still giving up a lot of points. But – you're not going to be able to score 40 points every game. You're going to need your defense to help you out. And they just haven't been able to have that defense help them at all. So we'll see if this trend continues where their defense is giving up this many points. I do not see them making a, a large run in the playoffs.
1: Um, what about, and what about your loser of the week, Mark?
0: My loser of the week is obviously Tom Brady because the, the, the Bucks were getting a lot of hype. They're like, Tom Brady's back. He's a top five quarterback because he was having some success in the past few weeks. Got Antonio Brown. The team, they were like, oh, the Buccaneers, the team to beat. They're going to be a Super Bowl contender. And what do you know? They play a good team and they look completely awful. That's one of the worst games to see Tom Brady play. He threw, like, a lob pass intended for Gronkowski and was terrible. He just did not look right out there.
1: I'm going to actually have to – I'm going to have to agree with you on on that, Mark. In terms of loser of the week the I mean let 's give credit to the Seattle Seahawks, at least we knew that their defense was awful, but I mean yeah the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they just dunk it up and imagine being a fan paying that amount of money to go to that to go to the game to the, to, go, to go to that game, and also imagine if you were a, a New Orleans Saints fan going to another to going to the opponent's home stadium and just watching uh you know, a shellacking like that.
0: Definitely. And Jair, I'm going to. So, my winner of the week, I know you're going to enjoy this. Oh, no, wait, my funniest one of the week, sorry, my my mistake, Is, ha- would have to be after the Buccaneers lost to the Saints, head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton, dancing in the locker room. What's I'll a, give you that one. Very funny.
1: I'll give you that one.
0: Was, was that yours as well? Uh-uh.
1: Uh, yeah, I I I thought of another one, but I think that it's a little bit too harsh to like for me to really say it.
0: Let's say it. What is it? I
1: like. It's not. It's not like it's. I'm not, I'm not going to say like it's funny, but I think it's like sort of like a moment that kind of like proved my point a little bit. What is it? Uh, I'm. I. You know, like it. It's. It's a little bit. I feel kind of bad saying it. Um. My funniest moment – okay, I'm going to put it this way. My funniest moment of the week, I'll go with Sean Payton. My, but, can, but can I give you, like, my, my told-you-so moment of the week? Yes, please. I'm glad that he's not seriously hurt, but my I told-you-so moment of the week is, like, for example, Trevor Bauer, like, getting with the glass. I'm glad that he's okay. And I I know that he's cut. I'm sorry about that, but it's just, like, a moment of where I'm just saying, you know, That's
0: that – Oh, but um I didn't I don't know if I gave a, a major shout, but shout out to Mets fans. I know you guys are hyped. Steve Cohen he won his press conference this week and he definitely seems like he knows what he's, he's he wants to win. And that you should be excited for that.
1: Yeah, we, we should be. We should be. We are. Fan like to all the people listening, I don't mean to sound mean. It's my, my I told you so moment of the week. We should include that as a new thing, Mark. I told you so. No, but, uh,
0: so, but I don't want to feel bad and I feel bad.
1: Yeah, but but I told you so about Trevor Bauer just doing certain things. I, I'm glad he's doing all right, but he's just an, he's just but things like that. That's just reasons to why I don't want the Mets to go for him. But
0: well, we, uh, we will see what happens with football this week. Hopefully, the Eagles beat the Giants because if they don't, I'm gonna be very unhappy. And yeah, so Jerry, I'm looking forward to talking with you next week. This is another great episode.
1: Um. um uh, Mark, I have, a, I have a question for you. What's your prediction this upcoming week with the Eagles versus the Giants? Like, how, like, well, I mean, I know that you're rooting for – The
0: Eagles should win this game. They're getting healthier. Miles Sanders is coming back. Alshon Jeffery might be playing. They got Isaac Samalo probably coming back. There's no reason why the Eagles shouldn't win this game. And if they lose, then, yeah, I
1: gave up on the season for them. And I'm going to give you one more. What about the Bills versus Cardinals? Because I think that we should start doing this, I told you, so – moment of the week
0: the the bills versus the cardinals i i'm gonna go with the bills josh allen looks like he's back like against the seahawks he threw for 400 yards he went off he, he played really well i know he's been struggling the past few weeks but yeah if he continues that the cardinals might be in for a long game
1: okay then so mark football is a good specialty for you baseball is a is something that i like to do Mind if you ask me a baseball question?
0: A baseball question. Um, who, which free agent do you, do you predict will get the biggest contract in this offseason?
1: My free agent prediction, and I'll give you a reason to why, I will probably throw it to somewhere like George Springer or JT Real Muto. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it to them because I'm hearing things of them or I'm hearing at least JT Realmuto probably getting 6 years or, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know too much about George Springer. I think that he's in a 3 to 4 3 to 5 year range and then my la- then Trevor Bauer is I heard that he wants to go on a small contract. So Right. I agree. So I'm going so my so JT so JT is going prob- to be my longest or probably I think JT is going to be my longest or He's going to be the, probably the longest, but not, like, the highest amount of money with contract, like, money per year. That's what I
0: mean. Hopefully the Phillies be him, but I'm not that
1: hopeful. Yes. But anyways, Mark, it was a good day, man. I, I like yeah, I like. Sure. It. All
0: right, man. I'll, we'll,
1: Shout out to of Track.
0: Yep. And we'll be talking next week, man. All right. Absolutely. See you, man. To listen to more Tripod Productions, go to thetriangle.org slash podcasts.